Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. What is going on, beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of the Narcissist Code. I am your favorite self-aware narcissist, Mr. Lee Hammock, a.k.a. Mental Hildes from TikTok, Instagram. If you name it, I'm on it. If this is your first time seeing this beautiful mug, yes, it is a beautiful mug. My mama said it was beautiful, so don't you dare say it's not. I am a diagnosed narcissist. I have narcissistic personality disorder. It is my little cross to bear, and I look, I've been in therapy, psychotherapy, for the last almost four years. Um, I'm a, I've been in psychotherapy. I am not a psychopath. So the point of my entire platform, I have over 570,000 people on TikTok and Instagram and YouTube, wherever, you know, is to bring awareness to mental health disorders and to, you know, validate the victims and survivors of, you know, the mental health disorders, the abuse that comes with it sometimes. Today's episode is going to be about a narcissist and the pursuit of their dreams, the pursuit of our dreams. Look, I use their and our interchangeably, but, you know, I am a narcissist. So when I'm referring to narcissists, I'm talking about myself as well. And also, <clears throat> this channel, like I said, <laughs> sorry. So when a narcissist is pursuing their dreams or pretending to pursue their dreams, they are chasing that high. They are like, we are literally chasing a high, like ambition like me i'm just speaking for myself y'all i can only speak for myself when i do these podcasts when i do these videos i'm not speaking for all narcissists i'm just telling about my experience and a lot of people a lot of narcissists do the same thing it's like you know people say tend to think there's a script out there for a narcissist or a code book which i am writing i'm writing a book i'm writing a book whispers um but for, so for me personally like the people closest to a narcissist tend to get caught up in the narcissist pursuit of the dreams like me personally like when i was pursuing my dreams like i'm, I'm telling you i'm super super ambitious but the person that's with the narcissist that's you know supporting the narcissist like man woman whatnot um they are they tend to get put down a lot like you tend to not you know the narcissist will be trying to achieve their dreams and they will always like me personally i will always accuse my wife of not being supportive enough like you're not doing enough to help me like you don't really support me I'm on my own here trying to build this life for us. You know, I'm working hard for us, but it just seems like you're not giving me any, you're not giving me enough support to be able to do anything with this life. You're not being able to give me enough support to be able to move forward and to chase these dreams. I'm, I'm doing this for us, you know, and she, and it's me by me saying that type of stuff to her. She would always be feel like feel put down. I've talked to her about this. So she would always feel put down and feel like she needed to do, to do more, you know, when act in all actuality, there's nothing she could do she like she can whatever she did was not gonna be enough you know what i mean so she would try harder and harder to support me like cooking cleaning doing all other stuff helping me with my school work helping me like, helping me with my, with my uh with my son which is her stepson be helping watch him help him with his school work and stuff like that where i'm working pursuing my dreams and things like that but it's still i would just always accuse her of not being supportive enough like you're not supporting me enough like please support me like and i'll put statuses on facebook this is back in my younger days y'all I put statuses on Facebook and TikTok, not TikTok, Twitter, um, about her not being supportive enough. Like, you know, if 
I would be able to succeed more. People would support me. And it's not just the wife. It could be the kids as well. It could be the kids getting in the way. Like, I'm trying to achieve my dreams. You know, just the delusions of grandeur with the narcissist. I'm trying to achieve, achieve these big goals and dreams for my family, but my family is holding me back. I don't have enough time. Time is the one of the main excuses the narcissist will use when trying to pursue their dreams. Time. Like, I don't have enough time to go pursue this dream. Like, I, I got to work full time. And then I got to come home and help help out with the kids and help out with homework and stuff like that. I got to help out with everything around the house. But who's helping me? Nobody's helping me. And I used to, all, like, yeah, I'm just repeating stuff I used to say all the time. Like, nobody's act, act, out there actually helping me. It's, it's just like me versus the world. Like, me by myself out here. I got to watch kids. I got to do all this other stuff. And it was all an excuse. It was all, literally, literally, all, it was all an excuse to not pursue those goals, to not be achieving those goals. Because, like, I don't know. Like, it's like I was scared of success. It was like I was scared of taking the next step in life and leaving people behind and stuff like that. And my therapist said it's kind of like having my abandonment issues. Like it's kind of like kind of like survivor's guilt from how I was raised and things like that to the fact that like I would like not want to live because I, I felt like I was abandoned by my father in childhood or whatever. So I didn't want to abandon anybody else by glowing up, by being successful, by, you know, making more money, taking a new job, graduating from school, whatever your narcissist dreams are. Sometimes they have that survivor's guilt that they don't, that they can't take that next step. They, they right there at the cusp of it and they'll self-sabotage. They'll do something to blow their dream up. And then they'll have, they always have the excuse that they didn't have enough time to concentrate on it. They didn't have enough support to do it. Cause I know mine, look, look y'all, I'm 36 years old. I graduated from um, North, North Carolina Agricultural and Technical State University, NCANT, Aggie Prod, um, in Greensboro, North Carolina. Um, I graduated in 2015. But look, again, y'all, I'm 35 years old. I was born in 1985. So in 2015, <laughs> I was 30. So I was always, so I had, for, so from high school, when I graduated in 2003, till I finally ended up graduating in 2015, I always had the excuse, I'm, always, I'm in school. I'm a student because I would go part time. I'll take one class a semester sometimes. Sometimes I just wouldn't take a class at all. I still, still tell people I was in school. I would always be able to use that excuse that I was in school. Like, hey, look, why don't you did like people with my same age graduating from school, getting good jobs and stuff like that? I'm like, look, my, my degree is a little bit harder. You know, I got a kid. You know, I got work and stuff like that. Everybody doesn't have to work. You know what I mean? So I was, <laughs> I would have an excuse to be to why I was still in school. Uh, I would say I have to look everybody my age didn't have to work. Those people that have graduated already when they were supposed to graduate, they didn't have to work like I have to work. Like I didn't come from a rich family. I didn't come from this and I didn't come from that. So I have to work a little bit harder to get there. So I had an excuse as to why I was in school and school wasn't was an excuse to why I wasn't doing anything else. You know, I was too busy with school to do anything else. I was too busy with school to get a better job. I was too busy with school to, you know, the, treat my my older son's mom better. I was like, look, I was too busy in school to work too many hours, so I was just like literally holding myself back with excuse after excuse after excuse. But I always was able to blame other people. It was never on me. You know what I mean? It was literally never on me. I would like I said, why didn't you did this? Like, hey, hey, like, why haven't you done this yet? Like, look, I'm in school. I'm a student. Look, I don't have a lot of time on my hands to do this type of stuff. So yeah. Why are you so, look? I, and look, crazy thing about it is, look, I had gained. Look, in high school, I was like 175, 180 pounds. When I was 20, uh, <laughs> when I was in my 20s, my mid 20s, I had got up to almost 300 pounds. I was like 287, 288 pounds in my at my heaviest. So I gained like 100 pounds after high school. So I was heavy as hell. And people, you know, people ask me why I gained so much weight. I'm like, look, I'm so busy with school. 
um, and work and stuff like that. I don't have really have time to work out. But in all actuality, I was just eating terrible. You know, I, mean? I was making terrible decisions of my goal, my food wise and stuff like that, and just being too lazy to work out. Literally, big, just oh, just big, obese. I was obese. Yeah, I was literally obese. You know, I was two hundred eighty-seven pounds. You know, so you, my, you can look back at my pictures. And I just had the fattest face, little tiny dreads and stuff like that. I was just like, <laughs> I was just like, that was my first rock. I think I've had multiple rock bottles. I don't tell people I've hit rock bottom before. I have, I've had a couple of rock bottles because when I was 25 years old, um, I had a rock bottom at the beach when I thought I was going to get a lot of girls at the beach. And I was like, you know, big and overweight with my shirt off that I was cut up. And my, uh, one of my cousins was getting all the girls because he was like really cut up. He was like buff, big dude. You know what I mean? Girls rubbing on the shoulders and body and stuff like that. And I was just like, why not me? My body looked good. And uh, I remember taking a picture of myself and looking at it. I was like, oh, my goodness. I am bloated. I ain't got no money. I'm bloated. I'm just like, <laughs> I ain't got no degree. Everything is terrible. So I literally hit rock bottom at that point. And I remember sitting on the beach telling my, one of my good friends, uh, Richard. I told him, uh, Richard found. I told him, I was like, look, man, I, something got to change. I'm like, my life from this point on, my life from this point forward is changing. So I, you know, we ended up leaving the beach early. To go home and work on my new life and the goals I started. Immediately got home and started P90X, got shredded. You know what I mean? Got back in school full time, not one class a semester, not no semesters, full time student. So I ended up, like I said, four years from that point, I ended up graduating. Um, boom, I had my degree and I was pretty fit. And then in the, at the, after that happened, no, not after that happened. Like, yeah, when I got home from the beach and I started working out or whatever, so I lost all that weight. That's when I met my wife. <laughs> so, you know, so I ended up meeting her. And I was like 25, 26 years old. I can't think of the exact date. I don't want to take up too much of y'all's time. I'm talking about the exact date. But there's always, like I said, when I was trying to come up, when I was trying to, you know, achieve my goals and stuff like that, it was always an excuse. As, you know, the narcissist has the delusions of grandeur. So it was always an excuse as to why I wasn't achieving those goals. I was always, like I said, I always blamed somebody else. And my rock bottom only occurred at when I got to the point where I couldn't blame anybody else but myself. So that's the rock bottom I hit. They had made me go to therapy. And then even now today, I can still use those type of excuses. But, I, you know, I just choose not to. I don't use those excuses anymore now because I've been in therapy for four years. I've been working on myself a lot. You mean mentally, physically, emotionally, like literally I've been working on myself. Just so much, like, it's like crazy. That's what I'm talking. Sorry, I'm just thinking so much. My mind is just like going different places because, like, even like I said, even now in my life, right now, it's just like I look back at my life and I'm just like, goodness, Rich, I came so far. I used to have big dreams. I remember being in high school. I wanted to be in the NFL. Didn't have the work ethic to be in it. Didn't have the work ethic to be in the NFL. But like, I had you know offers to play football after college. I mean, after high school, and I remember turning them down because I had I used an excuse like I have to work to help my mom. So I was scared of being a successful football player. So I would use, instead of going to college to play football, I would use the excuse that I was uh, helping my mom. I'm, like, I'm going to help my mom. Uh, my mom need help with the bills and stuff like that. So I'm going to get a job uh, to help. So I didn't go to college for, to play football because I was working, quote, quote unquote, working to help my mom. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's another point. Like I so said, you say I was holding myself back when I was 17, 18 years old, 19 years old. 20 years old, I didn't want to go get go to college to play football. I was scared of fail of failure. I was scared of success. Both of them. I'm just like I just, I'm good now. I, just, I can always just say I'm helping my helping my mama out. 
But when I moved out of my mom's house or whatever, got that first apartment, we was like 20, 21 years old in Greensboro. Couldn't use the excuse no more. Was in school on my own, working. So that the excuses just just changed up. I was actually in school, but I would have didn't, didn't, didn't play football. Like, why'd you play? The, why'd you try to for the team, man? I was like, I gotta work to pay my own bills now. Not to help my mom, I gotta work to pay my own bills. I ain't got time for football because <sighs> I'm working, paying my own bills and stuff like that. You know what I mean? So stuff. The world is just like it was just crazy beating beat me up and stuff like that. So even now, right now, when I'm 35 years old. I talked to my therapist very recently. She told me, she's like, I was like, is it? Cause I've like, I've been, like I said, since I've got my mind on right, I've been hitting those delusional goals I used to have. I'm actually hitting them now. So I asked my therapist, I was like, so is it really the delusions of grandeur? If I'm actually hitting these goals and achieving these massive dreams that I always wanted. She's like, she's like, no Lee. It's like, it's never been the delusions of grandeur with you. It's always been the delusions of fulfillment because you set these huge goals. And when you hit them, you think you're going to be happy. You think these goals are going to fulfill the emptiness that you feel inside of yourself, but they don't. So when you hit these goals, it's always what's next. And I remember hitting goals when I was in childhood and it never fully satisfied me. I was always like, what's next. So internally I started to stop trying to hit goals Internally, I started to hold myself back because as a child, as a kid, when I hit goals, nothing happened. You know what I mean? Nothing. I wasn't happy. I didn't get a fulfillment. I didn't get happiness or anything like that. So as a kid, I, would, I didn't hit those goals. So, I mean, hitting, hitting those goals didn't make me happy. Whatever goal that was, you know, as a, as a young child, 10, 11, 12 years old, um, they didn't make me happy. So why would hitting the goal as an adult make me happy? You know what I mean? So get to that point right there, just like. I would hold myself back because I knew happiness wasn't. I was I was content in the moment, so I knew hitting those goals wasn't going to make me happy. So I even try, but now I've learned to kind of refocus my mind and my energy on making other people happy, fulfilling their goals and dreams and stuff like that. My family, like what? what I ask my wife, what do you want to do? This, this, this new goal. Because if I can't experience true happiness, guess who can? She can. My kids can. My family can. So. I just learned to kind of redirect my energy to help me out and stuff like that. So I can have reasons to hit goals. So like, even if I hit those goals, I'm not worried about fulfilling myself. I can help everybody else out and things of that nature. But anyways, y'all, I'm cut this episode short. Thank y'all for tuning in. I know I got the breathing hard, like in breathing. I'm breathing into the mic right now. I'm just joking. But thank y'all so much for tuning in. I really, truly appreciate every single one of y'all from the bottom of my heart. Like and subscribe. Um, to me, please. And if you're on Apple Music or Spotify, hit that five stars and rate me. And let me know. Just like Lee, you're awesome. You're the man. <laughs> Thank y'all so much, y'all. I really, truly appreciate every single one of y'all. Peace. <laughs>